Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Today's faith seminar. All right. What's today's theme? I can't hear you. Louder. Can I hear the sister say it? That's not your best. One more time. Can I hear the gentleman say? That's great. Let's all say it together. Just look at someone sitting here. You tell the person, fear not, only believe. All right, in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 21. Now, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, say, cross to the other, other side. Does that remind you of something? <laughs> when Jesus had crossed to the other side, again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Verse 35. And thronged him. Whilst he was still speaking. Now, there is a portion between verse, um, where I just f- end, stop reading. From verse 25 to 34, that those 10 chapters were concerning, Bible calls her, a certain woman, verse 25, a certain woman. That means it can be anybody. Right. Let me give her the name. A certain. Certain somebody, a certain woman. A certain woman with a particular issue, with a flow of blood. In one of the Gospels or one of the translations said the issue of blood. King James in one of the, I think, in Matthew account, the issue of blood, issue. People have different kinds of issues. You, you look very wonderful this evening, but it doesn't mean you may not have an issue. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The, the, issue, the issue about issues is some issues are easy to spot and everyone knows. Other issues nobody knows. So when someone is not married and she's pregnant, there's an issue everybody can easily notice. But what led to the pregnant, which others have avoided the pregnancy? No one, there's an issue, but no one knows that one. Because it's not behind closed doors. Some people have, you see them look very nice. If you see their bank account, you may have a heart attack. <laughs> the, 
the red in their on their account, it, it's a, it, it burns paper. If you print it, the paper will burn. <laughs> The red is really so red that if you print it on any paper, the red will burn the paper. <laughs> issues. Someone say issues. So there's someone, there's a woman with the issue of blood, and you know, yours may be an issue of something, money, issue of domestic issue, domestic challenges, issue of job, issue of addiction, issue of. People have all kinds of issues. But Jesus fixes issues. There was the woman, but this woman, her own was issue of blood. She came and touched Jesus and got her healing. So Jesus was moving, was walking, and she felt something has left him. He felt something has left him. And he stopped. Then he tried to find out who did it. So the movement, the procession or ceased at that or stopped or was paused or halted at that instant because a woman has come to take from him. And so that's why I jammed that place because we are not talking about the woman with the issue. But Jairus came and invited Jesus to his house and Jesus said, let's go, I'm coming to your house. And on the way something happened, Jesus stopped. But then, while Jesus was addressing the situation, Verse 35 from Mark chapter 5. While he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? Say any further. Say any further. Up to this point, you've troubled him. It's okay, leave it here. Because any, any demand you make on God after this point, it's not necessary. What we are afraid of had already happened. What you were trying to avoid has already happened. So just leave things like that. It has already happened, so leave things like that and start looking for another alternative. The man came and called Jesus that come my daughter is lying at the point of death. Come lay your hands on him. That should be well. So she's almost dying. But come and lay your hands. On their way, message came that, sir, don't bother him to come anymore because it's already happened. She has expired. So leave her alone. And so that's what the teacher was told. If you were the ruler of the synagogue, obviously, a father... Who's, been, who's just been told, you are trying, you've traveled all the way to try and get healing for your child or the medication, everything, spend so much money, and you were told that, sorry, she didn't make it. Can you imagine? His heart will sink. His heart will sink. That will be the most critical moment of his life, worse than before he left home. Because when he left home, he knew there is hope. So there was a bit of hope. They said, even if it's not 50-50, they can be 90-10. But that 10% that the person may leave, that window of opportunity. Jairus, they said, listen, 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 stop it. Now, it is 0%. Hmm. 
The ultimate had happy opportunity. That was a time. Come on. Oh, no. I can imagine. As soon as they told him he's likely to go like this. Oh. 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 Because the people at home were already crying. Yeah. How much more him? Now, let me tell you why he will cry. Because he came, when he got to the chief station, you read your Bible. He came in public. Jesus had come out of the boat, like chief station. He had come out of the train. Jairus came and met him and went, fell on the floor. Fell before. Now, a man, a, a, a ruler of the synagogue who will fall before Jesus for such a situation, that tells you if the person dies, he won't just fall. He'll be rolling. <laughs> yeah, do you understand that? Verse 21. I think verse 22 or so. It says that when they had come out of the boat, a ruler of the synagogue came and fell before him. Fell at his feet. He came and fell at his feet. When, when, when Jesus had come out of the boat, so it was in public. So now that my child is there, this is obviously you can tell that that man is a free man. He, he has the liberty to express his emotions. Oh, oh. Oh. You don't even know the daughter's name. But let's call her Talita, okay? Nice name, isn't it? Oh, Talita! 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 And those, those who brought there, you see, those people who bring news, they'll be the one who will be comfort, co- consoling you. It's okay, it's okay. If you're fine, what will be fine? But as soon as they told him that, okay, so while Jesus, let's get, let's get back to the text. Verse 35. While he was still speaking, Jesus was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? As soon as Jesus heard the words that was spoken, all right, heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, let's all read that together. Do not be afraid only. One more time. Do not be afraid only. Louder. Do not be afraid. Look at the one sitting near you. Look at the person in the eyes and tell the person, do not be afraid, only believe. That's all Jesus had to say. Jesus, what are you saying? I said, don't fear, only believe. Is that all? What else should I say? (laughs) Is that all? Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Very interesting, when you study the text there, the woman who stopped, who slowed down the procession had the issue of blood 12 years. The child who was sick was also 12 years. Yeah. Very interesting. Somebody's 12-year-old problem. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. No, no. Someone, her 12-year-old problem stopped someone whose 12-year-old child was dying. Yeah. The woman with the issue of blood. Oh, I like that woman. Oh, for God to give us women like that. Women are usually good with that. When they are determined for something, they know how to go for it. They have to stop the procession, they will. Jesus looked at this man and said, fear not, only believe. Tell someone, fear not, only believe. Fear not. And all right, let's, I think, let me read the text. And he, uh, uh, do not fear, uh, do not be afraid, only believe. 
And he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a, a tumult, tumult and those who wept and wailing loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. The people who were crying, they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying. Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talita kumi, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked and walked, for she was 12 years of age. And they were overcome with great amazement. Hallelujah. Did you see what happened? Now, this is a very interesting story. Some of you are at the, at the position, you are in the situation where you have just been told that trouble the master no more. Stop coming for a slow hour. It's okay. Now it's, it's late. Some of us have, are in a position where you've heard certain situations, certain stories that are very, very threatening. They, 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 they take away your peace of mind. They take away your sleep. There are people here who can't sleep because of what you've heard. You have lost sleep and it's showing on you. Your eyes are red. Because you can't sleep. You are lying now. Sometimes the, the, the night looks too long. Tell someone, fear not, only believe. Fear not, only believe. Now, fear, I was trying to look into it. Be not afraid. The word translated afraid was, uh, spelled something like P-H-O-B-E-O. P-H-O-B-E-O. What does it sound? Phobio. Phobio. Does it, does it sound familiar? Yes. Now, the word translated fear not. Fear. Fear is spelled... Not exact Greek spelling, but then that's how it sounds, like transliteration. P-H-O-B-O-S. That's the fear. How do you pronounce that? Phobos. And be not afraid. The word afraid. P-H-O-B-E-O. Phobio and phobos. Phobos is fear. All right. And is it familiar? Yes. What is Phobia. What's a phobia? Huh? <laughs> fear of what? Something. No, it's not just fear of something. I like that word. What's the meaning of morbid? Uh huh. Acute. Excessive. Now, the word excessive, quite, I prefer that to acute. Excessive is, is now getting it's too much. We know you are crying. We know someone hurt you. But excessive fear. Excessive fear. Some reactions are excessive. I came to church. No one say, said hello to me. I'm upset with God. No. Excessive fear. So phobia is an excessive fear, unreasonable fear, fear that is being taken too far. 
And it is that word, okay, it, pho, phobia it stems out of phobos. Comes out of, and then um, um, phobio. They all share the same root. They all share the same. So actually, Jesus said that you've heard that your son is dead. But listen, don't allow this thing to hijack you. Because there is an alternative. There is a way forward. Do you know what the people came and told him? They showed him what to do. Yeah. Instead of telling him just the news, they told him what to do. He said, leave the master. Stop. Don't bother him again. Just tell me my son is dead. Don't tell me what I should do. Because I'm with the master. Yes. Let the master tell me what I should do. Don't tell me what I should do. Let the master tell me. Don't you have a pastor? Why are your friends telling you how you should handle your wife? Your friends who don't go to church, they don't read the Bible, they don't believe anything. Some of them are getting drunk. They've just come from the pub with three pints of beer. And they are advising you how to handle your wife based on the way she's been cooking. Don't you have a pastor? Don't you have pastors in your church? You are not serious. People who don't have any sense of understanding of the value of life are beginning to dictate to you what should we do. Meanwhile, every time you are in church crying, Shiloh, there must be an answer. Shiloh, there must be an answer. Shiloh, there must be an answer. When it comes to matters of life, you go to people who don't who don't have any working knowledge. Listen to this. Where the people came to him the problem, where were they coming from? From the house. And where is he coming from? With the master from the station. At least he's been with the master for a few hours. You, you just came. You have not been with the master. You are coming to tell me how I should treat the master. <coughs> for three months, you haven't been in church. And you are not telling me how I should, how, how I should be, I'll be careful the way I'm praying in church. Be careful who advises you on spiritual matters. Because yes, some of them don't have the working knowledge. And guess who suffers? You. Yeah. So it's an unreasonable fear they are bringing to you. Mm. The fact is true. But now they have added their own. Don't bother the master. Because this thing won't work again. And suddenly, Jesus said, this is a phobia. Don't allow phobia to come to you. Anytime I am with you and you fear, it's a phobia. It's an excessive fear because me with you is enough. Though, yeah, though, yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I, why? For thou art with me. And you can see me physically. I'm coming with you. Now you are. Jesus said, fear not. I'm telling you, brother, sister, I'm telling you, God is with you. Amen. God is, Amen. God is with you. Yes. Shall God is with me. Shout it again. God is with me. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I stand here as God's servant and I'm telling you that God is with you. Sometimes you've heard so many things that makes you feel like this is your end. This is it. I'm finished. The devil is. Don't accept that verdict. Jesus said, don't take it. Don't take it. Don't accept it. You will get married, though. You will get married. You shall get married. You shall be employed. You shall run your business successfully. You shall have your own child. Don't take it. Reject it. Don't take it. Yeah. 
Yes, the news you heard could, might have been true. Or it's a fact. But the truth is, there's another reality. They don't know about it. Listen, there's a, there's a reality. There's some, most, most of you here, doctors have said something about you. And later on they said, oh, it's, it's not true. That's about the fear not. Yeah. <laughs> Only believe. Only believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. So sometimes you hear all kinds of news that will threaten you, that will disturb you. So even if in human terms these things can happen, then don't, don't settle with what you know you don't want, which you don't see in God's word. Don't settle down with this. Oh, they said it. Oh, they said it. It's settled. They said it. It's settled. They said it. It's settled. Oh, they said it. It's settled. Oh, that's your, all your song. <laughs> so when we are in church, we are doing Savior, He can move the mountain. My own is settled. It's settled. They said it. <laughs> When we are saying, my God is mighty to say, you are saying, my own is settled as they say. Set. See, you are singing with your mouth, by your heart, that's what you actually mean. You are coming to stand in front for prayer, by your mind, you know that everything is already settled, so there's nothing. They, they, see, you are listening too much to the people who are telling you, don't trouble the master anymore. But the master has only one thing to tell you. Fear not, only believe. Fear not, only believe. Fear not, only believe. They told you they are coming to repossess your house. Fear not, only believe. They told you you are about to lose your job. Fear not, only believe. They told you you are developing cancer. Fear not, only believe. They told you you can't have admission in this company. Fear not, only believe. They told you you are about to lose that, that, that house. Fear not, only believe. They told you there's no way the document can go through. Fear not, only believe. They told you that this court case is going to be against you. Fear not, only believe. Shall Fear not. Fear not. Only believe. believe. Anytime you have God and you are worried about a situation, it's a phobia. Right. It's an excessive fear because you can't have God and be afraid. Yes. Three, quickly. Three ways to deal with fear. All right, all right. Three ways. Quickly, quickly. I haven't gone even cut off what I'm supposed to be sharing. Quickly, three ways to deal with fear. Number one, stir up the gift of God that is in you. Second Timothy chapter one, verse six. Stir up the gift of God. How do you, which is through the, which was given to you through the laying on of hands. Some of us, when we, you feel, sometimes you come here, we are praying, we lay hands on you, you feel something has come on you. Some confidence, some boldness. Stir it up. Stir it up. If you have to be doing, coming to church regularly to pray. Sometimes come 6 a.m. prayers. Come and do your own praying. Come and, that's why I thank God for Shiloh hour and the 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. prayers. We don't start with everybody, someone leading. No, no one leading. You lead yourself. Lead yourself. So when we come, everybody's praying for themselves. He, Lord, he, Lord. Pray your own prayer. That's how you stir up the gift. Watch this. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. When we lay hands on you, something comes. There are, most of you here, when hands have been laid on you, depending depend on what seasons, there are times hands were laid on you, you know that something happened. Something happened. You wept, you cried, you know that you heard the word, my marriage has been secured. Why then do you go back now worrying? No, I don't think I'll be married. I don't think I'll be married. Because, oh, oh I just heard the news that my, my younger sister, who is seven years younger than me, 
is just getting married. So suddenly your problem has accentuated. Fear not. Only believe. So how do you deal with the fear? One, stay up the gift through sometimes praying, through some fasting. Stay up the gift of God. That is in you. How? By the laying of hands. Why? Go to the verse 7. See, do you know why it says that? Look at verse 7. This is interesting. Let's all read it out. Let's go. For God. How does it start? For. What word? For. Why? He was talking about stay up the gift of God. Why? Because. Because God has not given. For God has not given. Let's read it together. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of summer. Did you see that? And so, and so, how do you deal with the fear? By staring at the gift. Because when you stare at the gift, it will take care of that thing of fear. But what the gift comes with is power, sound mind. And the, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of, of power, love, and of sound mind. You can sleep soundly. Is it, is it possible that your sleeplessness is being caused by your prayerlessness? Right. right. But if you can spend time coming to church, they're telling you, ah, yeah, nowadays I'm going to church too much. As long as it is staring the gift of God to stay, keep you out of fear and give you sound sleep. Some people can't sleep, but they don't go to church yet, but they can't sleep. But you are coming to church and you're oversleeping. Which one is better? Some of you asked at 10 a.m. this morning, you were sleeping. Meanwhile, yes, yes, yes. you went to bed last night, 9 p.m. Wow. Some of us here, by God's grace, you can sleep. They can collect everything from your house, including, <laughs> including the bed you are lying on. You will notice it because he gives his beloved sleep. <laughs> They will take the bed and you, they will put you on the floor. They will take the radiator, everything. You will notice it. You, when you wake up, you say, ah, I thought I was dreaming. Because I saw myself. Someone was lifting me. <laughs> someone was lifting me from the bed. I thought it was my wedding day and my wife decided to lift me instead of me lifting it. Hallelujah. So stay up the gift of God. Number two, how do you deal with fear? Walk in love, the love of God will conquer fear. In 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, the Bible says, 1 John chapter 4, verse 18, it says that, therefore, it says there is no fear in love. Do you see that? There is no fear. There is no fear. How do you deal with fear? But perfect love, that's what? Cast out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Unnecessary suspicions. Unnecessary phobia, phobia, love for God, and which spreads on to love for people. Do you love God? Sometimes the way people worship tells me how much they love God. When we are in church, we are worshiping. They can't lift up their hands, they can't kneel down. They can't, many people can't even cry for God. They, are, they love their makeup more than God. As long as they cry will spoil their makeup, no. God, let's end it. Perfect love casts out fear. And then number three, dealing with fear. This is just three I want to give you. There may be more. Number three is um, trust. Just trust God ruggedly. Number three, trust. Say trust. Psalm Psalm 56 verse 3. Oh, I like that one. Hey! Let's already out loud from the screen. Psalm 53, Psalm 56 verse 3. Let's go. 
One more time. For the last time, louder. When you are afraid, what do you do? Just trust him. Just trust him. God, I know you are in charge. And speak it. Speak it. Don't be quiet. Don't say I'm saying in my heart. Speak it out. God will solve me out. God will take care of me. God is my helper. I will not be afraid. I trust God. I believe God has not brought me this far to disgrace me. God has not brought this. God, let's carry this. God has not brought us this far to shame us. See the auditorium we are about to get into. Think this one is nice, you haven't seen anything yet. Hey, good, good. Those who may be jealous, they should get ready because the thing is getting out of hand now because God has taken. But when you're afraid, you're about to lose your job, you heard some. When am I afraid? Trust in God. Trust God. You heard that news? You're going to the doctors, they tell you, hey, they rang you, said, you need to report to the hospital immediately. If you can't come to, don't go to your GP, come here immediately or the nearest hospital. <laughs> Can you imagine? You hear that information. Some of you, anytime your phone rings from certain people, your heart beats. Your heart beats. Boom. What is it? What is it? Oh my God. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Pastor. Hello, <laughs> brother. Is everything okay? I just wanted to check on you. Said, ah, we are fine, okay? Bye bye. <laughs> Something you must know. Listen, your child, your son, your, your, hus- your wife, your husband, has gone out, he told you he'll be back at 9 p.m. and it's midnight, it's not back. You are, tell, you are calling the phone, it's not going through. Sister, go and sleep. Go and sleep, because normally you go to bed at 8.30. Why are you so worried now? <laughs> Something has happened. Ah, well, why, did you, why don't you conclude that Rada is coming home with a fortune? Yes. Ah, something has rather happened. What, what can happen? What can happen to him? It happens to a lot of young ladies. You find this man now, finally, this is the kind of man you want. You are always afraid one day he'll call you and tell you that, you know, let's call it, let's call it off. It's, a, it's Satan's ploy. ploy. Wow. Satan is threatening you. And you, you, you better shut him up once and for all. This will not happen. It can never happen. That's not my level. And try, so whenever, whenever I'm afraid, I you are, the, Satan keeps telling you, you are growing older and older and older. Don't you see? Do you think anyone will marry you? Do you think anyone? He's telling you. He's te- and you are beginning to accept it. Fear not. Only me. And God has told you that you will have a glorious wedding. Amen. And yet, Satan is speaking to you and you are beginning to listen to Satan. You are beginning to enjoy his conversations and beginning to accept his suggestions. Satan only comes with suggestions. If you accept it, then he comes in to build. Until you accept it, he can't come and start. It's like you want to erect scaffolding here. If you don't open the door, they can't come and erect the scaffolding. So someone must let him in. And he comes knocking with suggestions. As soon as I say, ah, I think this is true. Then, okay, 
The door is open. Ask the other demons. Bring the scalp. They begin to erect. By the time you realize, you had started having some slight pains. Slight pains here. Slight pains here. Where did you conclude that is cancer? You feel something in your chest. Sister, you felt some discomfort around your chest. You are beginning. Why do you even come? First of all, why do you start with maybe breast cancer? It's not you. Satan begins to bring suggestions first. He will make a suggestion that you are getting breast cancer. You see? He begins to hurt you. Ha, it's true. You are getting it. Run to the GP quickly. Go, go, go. When you go, the GP will tell you what you see. You go, go. And then you go, hey, now you don't want to call the GP. Well, you have concluded. So actually, you went, but because you came to Shiloh before you went, when they told you, you were surprised that is not breast cancer. Because you have established it already. Listen, there are young ladies seated here looking right into my face who are not married yet, don't have any gynecological problem. But Satan is suggesting to them that when you get married, it will be difficult to have a child. You know what I'm talking about. There are people who, after they married, it was difficult to have a child because they started entertaining that thought and suggestion far before they got married. You are not married. Already you are beginning to believe that I won't have a child. Maybe I won't have a child. Maybe what, so if I don't have a child, I will adopt. Why are you? Why? What's your problem? Why? Satan comes to suggest it. Whenever I'm afraid, what will you do? I'll trust in God. Whenever I'm afraid, I'll trust in God. Whenever I'm afraid, I'll trust. Fear not. Fear not. And the word only, the word only means that but. It can also be interpreted that as alone or but. So fear not, but believe. Fear not, believe alone. Your believing alone is enough. M-O-N-O-N. Monon. Monon. Mono. That's the Greek word. Monon. Come from mono. Only. That's all. Hey, listen. Believing alone is enough. Are you sure, pastor? So just believing what God is saying, that's all. That, just, that's what Jesus, I didn't say. Jesus said only. Yeah. Only believe. But having done a lot of other things, only believe. And let every other thing you do from this time on be on the basis of what you believe. Yeah. Ah! You didn't do some things in the past. Okay, leave that. Now, only believe and start doing what believers do. Believe. Only believe. Only believe. Oh, because of your age, this is allowed. Okay, then it will be allowed. There are more, so many people at your age who are not experiencing at all in the least what you're experiencing. And there are only a few people who are experiencing that. And yet you have added yourself to the few. And the many who are not experiencing it, you have left their team. Why would you, they said choose one team. And you know, it's, it is England, okay? England versus Otta, Otta, Otta Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Which one would you support? If you want it, okay, those who, we don't bet, okay? But if someone is foolish enough to bet, want to bet, 
where would you bet? So, if you are having some funny feelings around your heart, at the age of 38 or 45, why do you quickly conclude that, hey, I know of a, a BBC journalist who died at the age of 41, heart attack. So, as for me, my own, I started, at least I've crossed 40. So, because I can feel the whole skin is vibrating. The point I'm making is, if you feel that funny, why do you conclude that you are about to have a heart attack? Instead of concluding that there are other people who are 40, you are 45, they are 48 years old. They are bouncing like ball, footballs in town. Very okay. Why don't you add yourself to that team? That adding yourself to the, the losers. Choose a winning team. Yeah. I get what I'm saying. Choose a winning team. There are people older than you and have gotten married. Older, older. You are only 31. Your legs are all wobbly because you are afraid someone, no one will <laughs> So when we come to praise that your dance, it's actually it's not proper dancing. <laughs> but God gave me a word for somebody. They, I know we, every now and then, listen, every, every now and then we hear news. Every now and then, you hear some news that you don't like. What, this is how you deal with fear. Whenever I'm afraid, when, I will trust in you. Whenever I'm afraid, whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. So fear not. Monon, believe. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. Why believe? Because we are saved by, by believing. Unbelief, God considers it as an evil heart. Evil heart. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 12. Unbelief is an evil heart. An evil heart. Why, why should we believe? Because we are saved by benefits. Of, we are saved by believing. We are saved through believing. If you want to see God, believe. Number two. As I said, unbelief is... Evil heart is tantamount to evil heart and displaces God more than anything. Bible said with many of them, God was not pleased because of their unbelief. Mm. Unbelief displaces God. Um, so even if God is about to favor you, as soon as you see that, says it's unbelief, there's unbelief in your heart, you, 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 you make God retreat, you push him back. Stay out, stay out, stay out, stay out of this. You know when a husband and wife are fighting, or a man and woman in a relationship are fighting, and you want to go and try and mediate, and they tell you, please stay out of this. When you, when you have unbelief, it's a statement to heaven, stay out of this. So that's why Jesus said, all I require from you, my darling, is only believe. That's all. Just believe. Listen, fear not. You'll be okay. Only believe. You'll be fine. I'm telling you, you'll be fine. I'm standing here teaching this today. Few months from today, someone will be standing here rejoicing. Rejoicing. Why do you believe? Because heaven honors our belief. 
Having honest your belief, what you believe. Pastor who quoted earlier on, Jesus said to the men, the blind men, they were following him. Matthew chapter 9, verse 28. They were following when they came to him. Jesus asked them, Matthew 9, 28, do you believe that I can do this? That's all I'm looking for you. Yeah. He says that and when he had come into the house, the blind men came, into, uh, came, came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said, yes, Lord. Do you know what he said? He said, okay, then according to your faith, let it be. All I just need from you is believe. All I need from you is believe. All I need from you is believe. So God wants you to, instead of being afraid, just believe. Right. Believe what? Believe that what God has said, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Be- believe that heaven will help you. Yeah. Believe that the prophetic word you heard from the altar, which entered your heart, will be fulfilled. Yeah. Believe that your, your case is settled with God. Yeah. Believe that you will not be put to shame. Yeah. Believe that you will not die young. Yeah. Believe reacts to our, our belief. Jesus said, when you pray, in Mark chapter 11, verse 20, 20, 24, it says that, therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and then it's already yours. It's already yours. Believe it. Amen. Believe it. It's your belief, your, your believing that allows heaven to do what must be done. It's your believing. Yeah. Whenever heaven is always ready, you, it becomes your time when you believe. Matthew chapter 8, verse 13. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it. Ah, ah, ah. How is it going to be done for you? How? To what extent is it going to be done for you? As you have believed. Brothers and sisters, it is you. Don't come and be sitting here and wasting your time. I'm just church, I'm just church. Church without believing is wasting your time. Church without believing. Christianity without believing. Christianity is called the faith. And we are called believers. Believers. That's what. See, how would they identify us? We are believers. We just believe what God has said. We don't fear. Shout, I am a believer. I am a believer. If you believe it, shout, I am a believer. I am a believer. Shout, hallelujah. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.